Show episode number 239. My name is John Morgan. Cole Coffee is with me on an absolutely beautiful Thursday afternoon in Las Vegas. That's right. It's a little, little bit of daylight right now. I'm on vacation, if I'm being honest with you. I am on vacation now. I had a little trip to Disneyland, so I mean, I haven't worked in a couple days. I'm feeling good. I just got my computers back. That's right, two computers back from the repair <laughs> shop. Uh, that cost me quite a bit of money. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll share some info on that in just a moment. Uh, but it is a gorgeous Thursday afternoon. As we always say, April and October, two best months in Las Vegas. If you're going to come, make sure you come out here. It's like 73 degrees, absolutely beautiful. The The window is open here. We can see the mm-hmm. palatial Casa mm-hmm. de Cold Coffee Estates. And to top it all off. The best part? The best part. This is a latchkey brewing special. The homie, the head brewer over there, Anthony Beach, hooked it up, sent us a shipment over here today. And right now, we're starting off light and easy, crisp and refreshing on this summer afternoon Ooh. with the Yellow Trail Kolsch, 5.2%. Just a little light Kolsch, refreshing, crisp. That is super refreshing. That is nice and crisp. We've got some heavier options, a little bit darker options that we're going to carry along yeah. the way. But I figured let's start out on this, this beautiful summer afternoon. That's a good way to start. Not bad. Thank this you. Is, this is really nice. Anthony Beach, always a pleasure. If you're in the San Diego area, they are at 1795 Hancock Street in San Diego, California. They uh, got a little tasting room on location there. They're fight-friendly. If you want to watch some fights, they'll definitely have some fights on in there. Anthony will talk some MMA with you. He's been uh, – I don't know if I should share his secrets, but I, th- I think he's been making a little money on the side behind the scenes on a, on a little little wager here. And oh, there. He's been, okay. He's been killing his picks. He's been sending them to me. He's been killing it. So, Good uh, shit. But, yeah, it, it, otherwise, search for their products out there in the uh, Southern California area. They are, they are expanding rapidly. But yeah. uh, Yellow Trail Colch. This gets my check, man. Yeah. Check mark. Ding. It's good, right? That's good. It's good, right? It's All right. right. Uh, a little we'll, citrus something something in there. I will say, as gorgeous as this afternoon is, it is absolutely 23 chaotic. degrees Celsius for those that don't understand what Fahrenheit is. Whatever that means. Does anybody <laughs> in the world really use Celsius? Come on. No, everybody's no. on Fahrenheit. We know that. Uh, it's a little bit of a chaotic afternoon. We'll get into that in just a second. It's kind of unfolding. Uh, this whole Nate Diaz, George Masvidal, uh, slash Conor McGregor, slash Kamaru Usman, slash uh, Leon Edwards. Uh, it's all it's all <laughs> unfolding right now. We'll get to that in just a second. But I just want to give a couple quick shout-outs from the personal life. Number one, had a trip to Halloween with the family. If you're a parent and uh, Halloween at Disneyland is an option, check into it. They do special days. Yes. It's the second year in a row I've done it. It's really cool. You go from like 3 to 11. I will say this. It's not really any cheaper. I mean, they just charge you like a full day price. But trust me, eight hours of trouncing around Disneyland, that is a full day. I don't care how long the place stays open. Uh, but they get in there. At 6 o'clock, they close the park down unless you have these special passes. So the, the, the rides get really empty. I guess they limit it to a certain number. And there's no lines in any of the rides. You can go ride like all the rides like wow. super, super fast. Um, and they hand out candy. Like literally just – I mean – Hordes of candy, man. I, I like good candy. Yeah, good candy, and a couple little fruits here and now and then. To, to, some carrots and some apples and some uh, applesauce, just to keep nope. your, just to keep some healthy nope, options. Not going now. But good not candy. Not going now. My kid came home with like two backpacks full of candy. I'm talking about backpacks full of candy. Like so you much. Out, you were not doing the candy. What were you doing? No, no, I was I was helping him get it with him. I'm saying, oh, but, okay. but that candy's not mine. I thought, I thought you were like, go ahead, mom, yeah. kid, Eva, see ya. It, 
Dad's going to go visit over this uh, little Oh, by the way, I was, over here. I was at California Adventure this year. They, they rotate it from park to park, California uh, Adventure. Okay. You can actually get a frosty beverage. Disneyland, you cannot buy a frosty beverage really? except in the new Star Wars land. But well, in the rest be, of the park, that would be where I was. Yeah, that's, so that's where. That'd be where. But in front, in uh, over at California Adventure, you could buy some frosty beverages. Wow. So I was doing. I didn't that. know that because yep. I see now oh, you know. Old age nation has been killing me on ever since she saw pictures of of Disneyland. That's like literally her favorite place in the world, and she's always been bugging me. So no matter, take her to Spain. Oh yeah, that's okay. Take her to London. Oh yeah, that was okay. But the shit that she always brings up, Disneyland. fucking Disneyland, over and over. And now you're telling me that they don't have beer is all the reason I can go back to her. I won't tell her about that Star Wars shit though. <laughs> I'm like, babe, sorry, they, they don't have alcoholic be- beverages, and you know, I mean, that's that's not vacation. You know, <laughs> that's not. I don't have kids, so it's like. People say it's the most magical place. How is that magical? It's not magical until you get to the other side. Until you get to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> you get those cold beers. So I didn't realize that. Because so, she always says about the, the, the I guess, the park hopper yep. or whatever you have yeah, to get to. Yeah, then you can go, go to both. Thing. So that's that's a little more into it. But I, I do like that Star Wars shit, though. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see it because it was yeah. only California Adventure this year. So uh-huh. I haven't seen the Star Wars land yet. So I'm not a big Star Wars guy. But be, my kid hasn't seen the movies yet. Yeah. So I got to let him see the movies and go. Well, that's the whole thing of like, uh, you know, Disney's starting their own streaming service as well. I'll Disney be, Plus trust or whatever me, it's I'll be signed up. But they have a series on there called The Mandalorian, I think. But it's about like a bounty hunter. Right. And it's supposed to be dope as shit. That's the one with Gina Carano in it, right? With Gina Carano in it. And uh, But you have to have that streaming service. So it's almost like, oh, it's a killer. Like I, w- I would normally never have any reason to want to, to buy Disney the Disney service. service. Now I'm considering it. Just oh, because well, of the, yeah. the trailers I've seen have made it look awesome. And it's got, um, uh, who's the guy that played Apollo Creed? Uh, the original. Oh, uh, damn it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I think he's the guy that's in it. Um, I think it's got some other people. But, yeah, Gina Carano I saw and I was like, oh, so I, I think our that makes the conversation legit for our Carl MMA. Weathers. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Um, that was going to bug me. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's pretty cool. I'll be signing up for Disney+. Plus. Cool. I, I think all parents are going to be signing up for Disney+. How Plus. much is that, though? Well, I, here's the thing. I think it's like. 10 bucks a month oh, or something like that. But just so you know, tough. this is why, and, and people say, why the hell are you talking about Disney right now? It does tie in because I've been talking to my wife about it. I am not signing up yet until it launches. They're doing a lot of pre-launch stuff, but it is my understanding from some of the stuff that I've read, the, the literature, that once they launch, which I believe is like the first week of November, they're going to have a package that includes uh, ESPN+, Plus, Disney+, Plus, and Hulu all for one discounted price, which oh, we already yeah. have. We yeah. already have ESPN Plus and Hulu. I mean, yeah. obviously, I have to have ESPN Plus yeah. for work. My wife has Hulu for for uh, for that. So, but that, those yeah. are all owned by the for the, by the same company. Yeah. So, uh, I'm yeah, if you can package that. that into a reasonably cost thing, then I can see it. Because yeah, I'm the same way. I have all this, all those different ones, and it's funny. Like, oh, we've been saying for the longest time, oh, we cut the cable, we cut the cord. You know, we're saving costs. But now all these little Start to a la carte shit is adding up. Yeah, I mean, I got the Hulu Plus. I got the Netflix. Well, thank you, T-Mobile, uh, who does not sponsor us, but I will say is awesome. That's right. Your Netflix is included Netflix in T-Mobile. Netflix is included. They did change it because Netflix raised the, the price, so they bumped it up two bucks. But, but getting the Netflix, getting the Hulu, um, we use the Sling, which is like 50 sure. or 60 bucks a month. So next thing you know, know. you add it all together, I'm like, I'm oh, not saving shit. any money. I'm not saving any I'm not anything. saving any money. I cut the cord and I'm <laughs> saving any money. In fact, then I had to add data. Now I had to add extra for unlimited yeah. data. Yeah. Well. So I'm probably losing money. But yeah. So there was <laughs> But at our- least we feel like we're getting only what we want. We stuck it to the man. <laughs> we cut the cord. Take that, and Cox they took Cable. took more of our money. 
<laughs> That's great. Uh, one last personal note is funny. You know, I, I had, like I said, have been on vacation, so uh, I've been able to spend a little more time with my son. I was helping him with school the other night. My my wife said, "Hey, you're home. Help your son with homework. That's usually my job. Oh, you do it." I said, "Okay." All right. Just had some spelling things. You know, I had to okay. I had to call out words, and he had to he had to write them down. Right, a little spelling quiz. Oh, right. Cool. Going through the words, you know, easy words. Of course, he's in second grade. It's not like you have big words. But I swear to God, I came to the word stripe, and the word that came out of my mouth when I told him was stripe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's funny." MMA owns my life. Right. I was like, "I was like stripe," and I was like, "What?" So I was like, I, I, am, "I am sorry." <laughs> I was like, "Eli, I apologize." That word is strike, sir. That is strike. <laughs> so, Steve Miocic has ruined my life. MMA has taken over. That is uh, funny. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, look, one last. I said that was my last personal. One last uh, little uh, pro tip, I guess. Uh, those of you who listen frequently may know that I've had some computer issues as of late. Yes. Uh, I actually had two non-functioning laptops, or one non-functioning laptop and one partially functioning laptop. Now, the partially functioning laptop, which happened right here at the Casa de Cold Coffee yeah. when I dropped his new computer part on my old computer and shattered. There is glass on top of that trackpad. You have to be very careful about that. So if that trackpad just feels like a button. No, there's actually glass on there that can shatter. So always be careful you don't drop that because, by the way, on the MacBook, that is a, a $400 part, and there's just no way around it. So I had that cost $400. That is so ridiculous. I got that replaced. But the other one, now, ironically, this, this was my wife's computer. I had been using this for a long time because my other computer had been – it needed to be repaired about eight months ago. And I just <laughs> I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And, uh, but what happened on that one was uh, I spilled coffee in it. Completely my fault. I knocked over a cup of coffee at a media day. at the day. Palms. Yeah, at the Palms. It knocked over a, a cup of coffee at the Palms. It went in there. Now, I took that to Apple. Apple says, listen, for us to, to do this, it's $1,400. Now, it's a $3,000 computer, so $1,400, I mean, it's still less than a new computer, but, man, that's a that's lot of money. so ridiculous. But I will say this. So, shout out to if anybody wasn't aware of this. Um, I don't know if they normally say this, but luckily the tech guy told me. He said, listen. There's a couple of licensed Apple repair shops in town. When we repair parts per Apple, we have to just replace the whole thing. If there's liquid damage, we have to re replace all the components inside on that board. These licensed repair people can actually evaluate piece by piece, and they don't have to replace the whole board. They can see what parts are still functioning and what's not. Uh, so they actually, this repair place, took it in, and they said, listen, it's actually just um, this one part right here that's not working. I can't remember exactly which part it was, but bottom line is, it ended up running me 350 for repair instead of 1400. It's so ridiculous that a third-party company can do it, and where Apple's just like, nope, sorry, won't do it, can't do it. You know, it's like I know it's crazy. Why right? not? You're the geniuses. Can't you just bop, yeah. bop, bop? It's Talk crazy. about a money scam and why people don't get more upset of them for doing shit like that is ridiculous. So there you go. If you ever have an Apple repair, understand that gets your quote from Apple. Yep. But there may be an, a way to kind of save your life a yeah. little bit. Save you but it does look good. I'm looking, it's nice, right? I'm looking over it. It looks brand spanking looks new. Brand new. There's like no greasy finger spots or anything. It's, I'm a little envious because I'm a freak about my buttons, and your buttons look really good I'm right now. I'm excited about it. Oh, thank you. I've been, you, you <laughs> I'm know. just trying to push your buttons, push dog. <laughs> just trying to push your buttons. <laughs> oh, my God. Terrible. And this is the first uh, latchkey brewing we've had. This already, is a shout out to this yellow trail. It's making me very happy. <laughs> I'm feeling very happy inside. It's light and fruity. All right. Well, Listen, I got my computer repaired just in time for UFC 244, which, as of this moment, still features a BMF title fight between George Masvidal and Nate Diaz. Although, and 
like I said, it's unfolding right in front of our eyes. I mean, as we sit down to record this, it's not that long since Nate Diaz took to social media to say uh, that he's out. That, that, that USADA and the UFC are messing with him, and uh, he had some test results come back a little bit high, uh, and, and he thinks they're garbage, and because of that, uh, he is out of the fight. Uh, that, that, that Suggesting essentially that uh, the USADA officials or the UFC were trying to help him cover up the situation and not mention the situation. He said, listen, I'm not, I'm not interested in covering anything up. Now, for his part, Mazudal took to social media as well and said, hey, man, it's all good. Like this is the BMF title, man. We're, I know you're clean, dude. I'm a, I'm a BMF. You're a BMF. We know. I know you're clean. Let's let's keep this fight going. Now, of course, that's not. It doesn't. It's not. That's, that's yeah, not that's, how it works. Doesn't work right? like. That. <laughs> I was gonna say. Unfortunately, that's not exactly the way things work. Now, uh, I, along with every other media member, of course, is trying to get some on-record statements from the UFC from USADA. Uh, even though I'm on vacation, still putting in uh, my time as 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 you need to do. You can't just leave leave the team out there hanging. I will say, I spoke to one. Uh, high-ranking USC official who uh, wished to remain off-record for the time being, but said that he believes Nate may be overreacting slightly at this point. Um, yeah. that, that what Nate has conveyed to the public is not exactly what is going on right now, um, and that this fight will still happen. That we still got ourselves a headline now. Of course, I mean, I guess Nate himself could always just disqualify yeah. himself and say, "I'm That's out." True. Well, let's 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 maybe for those that haven't done it let me read you what what nate wrote just in case you haven't had a chance to pull it up um, let me read you what nate wrote i'm not going to make it out to nyc for fight week next did week. did you not get the audio recording of it did he audio record it too oh i thought maybe you downloaded that did oh. you not get that no i didn't get that oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> you had to give me time to work on that maybe one. you were producing it no, 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 no. <laughs> all right let me start again i'm not going to make it out to nyc for fight week next week because they say i tested with elevated levels that they say might be from some tainted supplements I call false on that because I only take whole food or natural food supplements. I don't even eat meat. So until UFC, USADA, or whoever is fucking with me fixes it, and that's fucking with all caps, all caps. on it, I won't be competing. I'm not going to play their game and try and hide it or keep quiet as they suggested. I'm not going to have my name tainted as a cheater like these other motherfuckers who keep quiet until after the fight just so that they can say, just so that they can get paid. Fucking cheaters. I don't give a fuck about some money over my dignity and my legacy. I'm not playing along with this bullshit. I'm not staying quiet and figuring it out after the fight. That's cheating. So fight game, I'll see you when I see you. Sincerely, the realest, baddest motherfucker in the game. Fist bump. Yeah, and so that scares me a little bit because it sounds like he's saying, you know, that the UFC and USADA haven't told me I'm out. I'm pulling myself out of this right. fight. That's what it seems. Which is which seems a little unnecessary. Uh, Masvidal did uh, tweet back later. He said, uh, you're not the baddest mofo in the game. I am. But you are one of the cleanest mofos, Nate Diaz. I'll see you November 2nd. I know your name is clean. I don't need U.S. anti-doping to tell me shit. Yeah. Now, again, UFC still off record. They haven't said anything on record yet. Everybody's trying to get it. By the time you listen to this, maybe they'll have said something. But at this time, I can at least tell you off record they're saying, fight's still on. But yeah. Nate, you can't make Nate, Nate show up. If Nate doesn't want to show up, I, I just I hope somebody can talk some sense into yeah. him. Because, listen, this USADA process, man, we're learning about it as it goes along. Um, man, it's 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 not always clear-cut and easy. And, and, you know, it's my understanding that USADA is in the middle of, of – of rolling back some changes, that there's supposed to be some changes to the program uh, soon that that I thought were already going to be announced, but that, that haven't been announced yet. But it's going to include kind of 
lessening some of these thresholds, you know, ma making it so that the thresholds are a little bit higher, so that we're not, you know, we've developed these tests that could test down to one micron, one picogram, and, and, and maybe we're finding out that that's, that's not the best because there are, you know, some of these chemicals out there, there's cross-contamination, there's all these right. kind of issues or whatever. Um, but I, as, it, so as it stands right now, I guess what I'm saying is, as far as the UFC is concerned, the fight's still on. But good God, I mean, what if Nate? Because yeah. I don't get the feeling Nate needs the money. I right. don't get the feeling he really cares what people, you know, think about him, other than his 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 reputation and yeah. his honor. And if he feels like his honor is being besmirched here, I would not put it past him to say, "Not nah, a hell with your, your your fight. I'm not showing up." Yeah, because think about it. I can see his point too. Whereas, if he's like, you know, you guys figure your shit out because I don't want to go there. Put this fight on. You guys make your money off the fight happening. And then all of a sudden you saw it or somebody's like, oh, no, something wasn't wrong. Sorry. Sorry, I got to take all that money back from you, sir, because it's not like they take the money back from the UFC making that's their money. Right. So I can see where he's just like, fuck it. I'm not going to play Boy, your game. That's actually a fair point. You know, like, why are you going to get to make money and, and then have some shit it's fall through? It's not like you get fined. They don't get fined. I They'll get still fine. make their money. So Boy, I, didn't I can think see about where that. he's like. I'm not going to be your, your, your pony and just make you the money if you're not going to figure it out. So good on him for that. I mean, it's just weird. Like like you said, if they're, they're, if they're going to change the way the testing is, what they should do is set a threshold of where stuff becomes beneficial for a fighter. Like when it reaches this amount in a fighter's body, it has – it has benefits for that fight. I know there's some some things where they're just like, this is not not even man-made. There is no way to say what is right. beneficial or not because it shouldn't even exist in a human right. body. But if there are some things that are produced in a body and there's a threshold where it's like, okay, this is beneficial for them, set it a little bit below that. Just for the fact that you can test to a crazy amount that's super, super small but it doesn't prove benefits. But then you start getting all this false bullshit where they're like, oh, we're getting a weird test. It's it's higher than this minuscule whatever. And then you eventually they say, okay, well, never mind. It, it was fine. It was fine after all. Yep. Set the threshold differently so that it's higher. So all this random bullshit is never even seen because it's so far below the threshold that they set that we won't see this shit. But I I, – I, I have no problem with what he's saying because I, Nate's the kind of guy that he said uh, as as far back now uh, for quite a while. He's like, he wants to get his money. It's about his money. It's not about this bullshit. But I think he's also, he realizes that, you know, the U.S., the UFC wants the fight to go on so they can have their money. But they don't care that if a fighter gets dinged because they already made their money. And then, yes, they'll, they'll punish a fighter, but it's not like the UFC's like, we're so sad that so-and-so fighter, you know, was found cheating. Man, we're, we're going to have a day of mourning right now because we're all upset about it. Like, the UFC doesn't care no, about the that. The machine rolls point. on. The machine rolls on. So good on him to be like, fuck it. You know, because if they're reaching out to him saying this might be an issue, we're going to we're gonna investigate a little more. We're going to figure it out. But just go ahead. I can see where he's like, fuck it. No. Until you know 100% that this ain't an issue, don't even include me in it. You're right, you know? man. You know, at first, it's funny, man. Listen to you say that. I'm not lying. At first, I thought, man, Nate is being irrational right now. But when you put it like that, I kind of feel what you're saying. I kind of hear – I mean, yeah, don't let me go out here, and then you're going to ruin my but reputation ruin after that and after, take some money and out and of take me, by money the way. out of my mouth. Jeez. You know? I can't blame him. Well, listen, I mean, you and I are both going to USC 244. Uh, the young Mike Bond will meet or, us out there as well. <laughs> are we? Say, 
Well, I was gonna. That's what I was getting at because uh, listen, we're you know New York is expensive, and so when you start adding multiple bodies, you got to save hotel room nights because things add up. Yeah. So we're scheduled to take uh, a red eye flight on Tuesday, fly in, uh, land Wednesday morning, hit the ground running. Um, but I will say. You pull that main event out of this. Now, don't get me wrong. The main card for 244 is good, man. Yeah. Gastelum Till, great fight. Vicente Luque, Wonderboy, great fight. Blagoy Ivanov versus Derek Lewis, big fight at heavyweight. Yeah. I don't know if I'll say great. We'll see how the pace is on that fight. Gregor Gillespie versus Kevin Lee. Love me That's that fight. fight. I love that fight. But in terms of having – and here's what's funny. Corey Anderson versus Johnny Walker is on the prelims. If that was on the main card, I mean, I would have no problem with that being on the main card, of course. But yeah. I just don't – I mean – of course, nothing is going to resonate the way Masvidal Diaz yeah. did, but I don't even think you could pick one of those and say, it, like, no disrespect to Kelvin Gastelum and Darren Till, great fighters. They've been headliners as of late, but I don't right. know that they qualify as pay-per-view headliners right now. Right. And there's just been so much buzz and so much heat about that fight, the whole BMF thing. We got Conor McGregor tweeting out of left field, I created this belt. This whole BMF belt, this whole BMF fight has became a life of its own. And this is that fight. Yeah. You take that away, that's half of what people are talking about Boy, right that's now. Cr- you know what? That In that way, it almost backfired on him, right? I mean, yeah, if been there wasn't it. the BMF title, like if there had been none of right. that t- I know that sounds silly because it's a made-up belt, but right. you know, you're, you are making a belt. You are going to wrap it around right. somebody's waist. You're going to have the rock there to put it on. If it was just Masvidal versus Diaz and there was none of that BMF belt talk ever, of course it would still sting. It's still sell, but, but this, it's built up to be a whole right? nother beast because of all of it. it kind you of know? Be- and it's so ridiculous because it's a not a belt. <laughs> it has nothing. nothing to do with like the regular organizational belts. And, uh, you know, and at some point, you know, you got to – I could see where they'd be like, you know, who even qualifies to challenge for the BMF belt, you know, and then it be, it's already became a life of its own. Yeah. So when you take the two main players that were kind of behind getting it going, uh, it really loses a lot of steam. It does. But and you're right. The card is still it's good. It's still a good card. It's still a good card. I just – I guess, you know, Madison Square Garden, New York, they've kind of set a precedent there too, yeah. right, that, you know, Madison Square Garden only hosts the biggest of big events. So – uh, man, just fingers crossed this all works out. Um, the Rock ain't going to come with ain't no BMF belt. Can you imagine The Rock shows up and nobody told him that Nate's not there or whatever? He's <laughs> like, well, I guess he was originally in it for Masvidal anyway, right? So it feels like Masvidal versus Leon Edwards, which is being thrown out there. Now, I guess we should get to all that. Conor McGregor. He's, Rock's a busy dude. I don't know if he'd show up any for, for anything less than a DS. The BMF title's got to yeah. be there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Conor McGregor tweeted that he's uh, – look, I don't, he's not He's not stepping in. He's got things. We'll, we'll talk about Conor McGregor in just a second. He's not stepping in there. Uh, Kamaru Usman tweeted that he, that he would fight there. Um, it was funny. Uh, I talked to his manager, Ali Abdelaziz, briefly before we sat down to record, and he said Kamaru's dead serious about that. Like, he will go fight in November and then fight Colby Covington in December. Like, he'll take both those fights. UFC's not going to let that happen because they can't risk a suspension or anything like that. So that's not going to happen. A medical suspension. Exactly, a medical yeah. suspension. That's not going to happen. So, uh, Which could happen very easily. Easy, I mean, he man, could you literally could just, hand, you he could, could just take a cut and get 30 days. And then that, that fight's gone. That fight could be gone So right that's there. not going to happen right yeah. there. So, uh, He's probably going to take a cut in that fight too. Finger, you never know. Probably will. Fingers crossed, man, this thing. This Even though he doesn't really cut much. I can't think really I've doesn't. ever really seen a fight. I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but I don't remember a fight where – Comer's been cut up. Nah, he really doesn't. Yeah. He really He's like doesn't. one of those guys, like even when Bones got beat up by uh, uh, Gustafson, he was all swelled up, but he was, I don't think he was really 
I don't remember him like bleeding all over the place. He was just swelled up. Some of those guys have True. just good faces. Yeah, they just yeah. don't bust they don't open. Don't have that scar tissue. That I think I would bust open. Oh, I think I would bust just open. Just leaking like a just seed. Just leaking like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about Conor McGregor. He is back in the news as well. Uh, he's doing the, the media tour of Russia. Uh, again, he got to build off that to the saying he'd jump in here. But he's going around. Um, it's interesting to me because – Look, you can't get around it without saying the allegations of the sexual assault. I mean, those are out there. Those those are reported. Multiple. Now, multiple. Now, his camp is vehemently denying that anything has happened. Um, so t- as far as from their perspective, that doesn't factor in. But you would be remiss to talk about Conor McGregor's situation and not mention that, oh, by the way, there may be some legal stuff we got to clear up before we know for sure he can fight. That said, I actually do like – what Connor is saying right now, this latest, you know, the stuff of I designed the BMF belt, and I mean, when he when he just throws off the ridiculous stuff, it's basically like he's being Chell Sonnen, where he's just making up stuff. I don't go for that as much. I'll be honest, I don't get as excited about that. But what he says to me, or not to me, Has but Dana what he says to us, have you ever asked Dana if that's true or not about the, the BMF belt? Oh no, but he's, Dana designed it. Are you gonna, if Connor designed it? Yeah, if if Connor ever oh, mentioned in like conversation, did like they ever like be be no, asked? No, he's just it. making that. It'd be a good I'm question. I'm sure he's just making it up. It'd be a good but question. But I mean, like, has anybody York? actually asked to see if there's any truth in Assuming it? Assuming the BMF title is on the line in New York, that'll be a good question to ask Dana. I will. I will ask him. That's a good question. All right, but I like what what Connor's saying. He says, "Listen, I want to fight January 18th in Las Vegas. We're already targeting that. Mm-hmm. Then I want the BMF winner. Assuming that fight stays together, and then after that, I want Habib." I love that. That, to me, is realistic. You know, the whole thing of I want my rematch with Habib, bro. Right. No. There's other people in line. You're not stepping in front of Tony Ferguson first and foremost, but there's other people as well. Um, would Dana agree with that statement? I think he would. And there's just, you just can't get him back in there right away, man. There's there's other stuff that needs to be tended yeah. to. But for him to say, look, I've got to, I'll have fight on January 18th, and it looks like um, it looks like Justin Gaethje or, or Cowboy Cerrone are the leading candidates right there. Um I'll be honest with you. I think I'd rather it be Gaethje, even though I'm, even though I, I'm, I'm a big Cowboy supporter, always have been. I'm a Cowboy homer, um, and, I, and I would love the idea of, of Cowboy and Connor. Um, I, I like Gaethje there too. Ga- Gaethje yeah. feels a little more personal, a little more real, you know. And 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 just I mean, Gaethje's a, a phenomenal fighter as well. But I mean, if if Connor were did, to come I mean, in and beat Gaethje or Cowboy, yeah. and then beat Diaz or Masvidal, and then jump in Habib, uh, I mean, I, I would have no problem with that. And I kind of feel Gagey, I don't know, but just deserves it more. I mean, he's on more of a, a streak. I mean, if there's a guy that should be calling his shots as for what's next. I agree. I feel it should be Gagey. So, I mean, like, this is the guy that's been, you know, in a sense, I mean, he's, what, three three wins in a row. He's hasn't been talking shit about Connor, but he's been putting the nice little jabs of, the, you know, oh, this yeah. guy's not even fighting, he's not even whatever. So, I mean, I would like to see that resolved. Um, I wonder about the whole. So, say he gets Gagey, and, and that fight goes his way, and he wants the the the, the winner of the BMF t- title. So he only wants another belt to add to the list, right? Because if that belt, say that belt, that that fight doesn't happen, right? Well, the BMF belt still, is supposed to be one and done as well. It's supposed to not be defended ever. Okay, but still, and and con- he, he would still brag about it. And that's course, why I just yeah. wonder if he's gonna be like. If that belt, say this fight doesn't happen and that belt doesn't become whatever, right? And say he can get Gagey, does that mean regardless he wants uh, one of those two? I think so because I think that would be the. the I mean, those two wins it, over over 
any four of those guys. Pick, right. I mean, hell, let's just say he yeah. doesn't get the BMF belt belt. Let's just say he beat Cowboy and Gaethje. You right. know what I mean? Or let's just say he beat Nate and Masvidal. Honestly, if you take those four names and you beat any two of them, yeah. I think you deserve – oh, oh, and by the way, and your name is Conor McGregor. Right. I think you deserve – I think you deserve to be back there. Yeah. Don't you? I mean, if you beat – let's say – It's just weird because they're different weight classes than to try to immediately come and then pick your shot for, like, to fight it to is. be at, you know, at a I different think weight I, class. Ideally, ideally for me – ideally for me, I think the one that would be, like, you absolutely couldn't argue with and I think would be best for everybody involved is Gaethje first because, as you said, Gaethje's the hot name. Cowboy's, right. Cowboy's the legend, right. but Gaethje's the hot name. And Gaethje – Will gauge a little bit. You know, Cowboy's not going to get in a battle pre-fight. He doesn't let himself do that anymore. Right. Gaethje's been talking. Hey, man, you hit that old guy, and I need Gaethje to will lesson. walk forward and give us everything that we want. So Gaethje, and then ideal. Now I'm not saying this is my pick, but I'm saying ideal. Diaz wins because then you do the Diaz trilogy, trilogy. right? Because that if if you do the Diaz trilogy. I mean, not that a Masvidal fight wouldn't be big. Conor right. Masvidal would be big. Conor's, I mean, Masvidal's star, we've said it over and over. It's at an all-time high right now. Right. But that Diaz trilogy, we know, when you put those two names together, magic happens, yeah. right? That would have Conor back at his biggest star potential ever. So I think yeah. if he did those, even though, again, hopefully sometime in between then Tony Ferguson is getting a fight because I still say he deserves it more than anybody. Right. I don't want Conor jumping in front of, of Tony Ferguson. That would be wrong. Not for Khabib. Not for Habib. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't want him. I, I don't want Connor getting the shot before Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson right. deserves a shot. I agree. But if Connor were to beat Gaethje and then were to beat Diaz and let's say, Fer- hey, even if it's Ferguson at that point, whatever, at that point, Connor would deserve a USC title shot. Yeah. And, and uh, when I just think about the the whole George and, and, and Nate thing, Nate, definitely that would be a bigger fight for sure. But I just feel like well, there's always so much – hoops that has to like fall perfectly into place for that fight to happen there where you just know That's that true. george if he's ready to sign the line with george george is going to sign the right. fight literally can happen the next month the That's next true. day next whatever so part of me wants that fight to happen because i know it would happen like that fight will happen um, i just feel like when them both Nate and Connor trying to to get the numbers to work right. Granted, that the UFC has a big enough purse, well, they can so, make it you're work. You're so right about that, though. It's, it's gonna just, be it's gonna be so much harder to make that fight happen. That I feel like we'd just be waiting and waiting and waiting for it to happen. It would be the bigger fan favorite because, like you said, there's the trilogy. Who who wins the third? But you're talking so much sense today. Dude. It just it's you're talking it's so much this sense yellow today. trail, Colch man. It I'm, I'm feeling really good right now. Keep you with a nice steady supply of this all day. You know, <laughs> I don't know because then eventually lot. I would get sloppy. It's only five point two percent. No, that? that's it's pretty tasty. But <laughs> yeah, I, I just I like that idea. But I mean, uh, and going back to co- cowboy, cowboy, everybody loves cowboy. So cowboy, people just want cowboy to get the money that he deserves. But in terms, I I think how the fights would play out. I think Gagey would give that fight a little bit more so that oh we would my want. God, yeah, you know. Uh, Cowboy, even though Cage he is, is as starting exciting as there is in the game, yeah, right I mean Cowboy's starting sooner than he normally usually did, but Cowboy also, I think, still feels that his time is limited. So he is when he gets in there, you still see him. I see him thinking because he's playing a smarter fighter. So we're not seeing a reckless Cowboy. You're right. Whereas Gagey, I think he's gonna his style. He just walks forward. Yeah, and shit's gonna happen. And I think so. It lends itself that we're gonna see more of what I think we want to see. And that fight, which is going to be lots of punches, and then once something grabs a hold, then there's that whole question of, you know, how's Connor going to do when he takes him down, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot more questions, whereas I think when you look at Cowboy and and uh, 
uh, Connor, it's just going to be like, oh, man, who's striking is going to be better today? Who's going right. to do whatever, you know? Who's going to showcase whatever? Because they're um, going to both come out looking to counter a little bit at first. Yeah, I mean, they'll throw sure. some stuff. They'll feel each other out a little right. bit. But it's not going to be that reckless aggression from, right. from, from the opening bell. Which is just gagey from the, the get-go. And he's just God, he's and he's just fighting on such a good level. And the dude's got three wins in a row, one of them being over the other guy in the conversation. So it's like if you're going to reward one of these guys and it's up to just looking on who has the momentum and should get it, yeah, it should be Justin. Yeah. But, you know, we all fucking love Cowboy. So it's of course, like man. I want Cowboy to have big fights for the rest of his career and make as much money as he possibly can because – that day, unfortunately, when the end is for him, is coming sooner and it's sooner. It's coming. It's coming soon, man. You know, not maybe. And not. nothing wrong with that. I mean, dude's got a lot of shit going on for him, you know. And but he's he's got a family, and he's he's said it himself, and he's he's uh you know he's just got a lot of irons in the fire, doing a lot of things. You know, he's got it to where he can. He doesn't need to do this. He likes doing it, as odd as it seems, because he used to make it seem like it was like the worst thing initially for him, but then he got to the thrill part of the fight yeah. and then he absolutely loved it. He hates it and loves it. You know, so uh I don't know. I mean it'll be sad when the the, the last days of uh seeing a cowboy fight. We're not there yet, but every fight it, it gets closer than what we're gonna see with like a Justin. Justin's got uh even though he says the yeah, same thing as well. Well he say he just you he's know? always said I I can't fight like this forever, yeah. man. This ain't gonna and that's work. That's true. That's true. So Man, God love them. They're both both great fighters, man. But yeah, I mean, be be fun to see one of them get in there and do a little face punchy time with old Connor. Oh, it'd be fun, <laughs> man. I, listen, I don't like. I mean, again, I'm basing this on the fact that Connor has not been convicted of any sexual assaults. Yeah, and he's denying that's happened. Now, if all of a sudden, you know, in the yeah. first quarter of of next year, he's convicted twice for sexual assault or whatever. Now I'm not quite as excited for him to get yeah, back in well, the cage. At that point, yeah, he should just be done with you. Yeah. So he should just cut ties. So I, 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 I guess I should preface it by saying that because, it, it, you know, if he can, if that, if it turns out that that stuff is not true, and and again, I don't pretend to know if it is or not, but if it turns out that it isn't true, then you know what, Connor is good for the sport, man. Now, the focus, Connor. Again, I like what he said. You know, the the guy that's dialed in, that wants to stay consistent, that's talking real talk, not the kind of over the top crazy, just making stuff up, Connor. That. That I mean, I think we, I, I saw even though even though I'm on vacation this week, you know, I've certainly been monitoring our uh, our, our internal chat here at MMA Junkie, and I saw the words Connor fatigue thrown out there by a couple of different uh, members of our team, and I get that, you know, but if he's actually fighting, if he's not just tweeting and he's not just talking and he's actually fighting, Connor's good for the sport, man, because he gets yeah. a lot of attention. And it's kind of funny, you know, like yes, is Connor. You know, fatigue, but that's just because we're getting a blast of it in a couple days in a row. But we've been without Connor shit for legit a while. Yeah. So buck up, folks. <laughs> I mean, like we can, we can handle a few days of random Connor shit. Like it gets a bit extreme. Like the whole I designed this and I did that. Eh, whatever. I mean, like it would be a little bit better if maybe they did one press conference instead of like two and <laughs> two different days and and random shit. So I can see where there's a little bit of fatigue, but. You know, Connor, he's he's fun for the sport. He injects a little bit of uh, excitement and conversation back into the, into the sport. But like you said, if shit plays out that any of the the, the allegations against him prove to that be starts changing everything, prove to be true, then yeah, dude needs to be fucking gone. So yeah. I'll be glad to not cover his shit after that. Yeah, man. You know what? I was going to talk about John Jones next. It just seems like such a horrible transition to talk about like <laughs> legal problems. And then, oh, by the way, and now for more legal news. <laughs> 
Oh man, I hate that. I hate that. Well, that's that's kind of what I had on my notes. I did want to talk about John Jones. Like I said, I don't have any interviews or anything. I've been on vacation, so I haven't done any phone interviews or anything like you that. Didn't interview old Snow White or any of the other people there. <laughs> That could have been fun. Get Straight their man interview. on the street MMA interviews. That would with, actually uh, be pretty Disney. funny. Hey, Goofy, what do you think about? Other than the fact that my wife and kid would have slapped me, it would have been it would have been pretty funny to get some yeah. uh, some Disney. Well, it's interviews. funny because like when I saw your your vacation schedule, I thought you were gonna be there all week. So I was actually wondering how you were gonna phone me and do the the thing. But I just figured if you were at Disneyland. It's easy to say, hey, can you guys just find something to do while true. I do something for for two hours? If there's ever a place in the world where you could probably get away with it, that's Boy. probably the place. That is absolutely if true. If not there, where else? Hey, I mean, hey, wife and kid, do you think you can keep yourself entertained, entertained. for a couple of hours? While I, go knock his ass I wonder kid? if there's something to look at and watch for the next hour. Oh, it's the best. There's nothing better than taking a kid to Disneyland, man. It's uh, it's the absolute so best. So what do you think? So, All right, so Agent H has been bugging me to go forever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm for, I, I, I'll take the curtain away. I'm, oh. I'm 45. Never been. Wow, I didn't even know that. Never, old. <laughs> I'm old as dirt. Never been to Disneyland. What? Would it? Would it? See now that you t- I, you find okay. about the other thing. So what is there for me to walk there? Like if I got there, because she wants right. me to go so bad. She like. I mean, do you just fall back into a kid? And maybe <sighs> listeners can chime in. Hit us up on our Patreon. Hit us up on Twitter. Let me know what you think. Like, if I go there, will I just? Regress back to my kid because I've loved Disney stuff since I was a kid. I mean, who hasn't? Mickey Mouse, Goofy, and all that other shit. Do I just roll back into my head and just love all that shit, or would I be like, "What the hell am I doing here with okay. this overpriced venue?" Yeah. All right. All right. Here's all right. I'm gonna lay it out for you. If you go, make sure you get a park hopper ticket, okay? Because okay. the better rides are at California Adventure, like the more exciting rides. rides. Yeah, like the the roller coaster, like the. Uh, the roller coaster they have is a really good roller coaster, actually. It's, it's pretty good. And then they have, like, the, the Tower of Terror that's now uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever. Okay. That is one of the craziest rides I've ever been on because it just – I don't want to spoil it for you. It's kind of – because it's kind of unknown. I think the unknown of it, like, the first time you ride – like, after you've ridden it once, it's not that bad. But the first yeah. time you ride it, you're like, what in the hell is going on? It's awesome. Uh, so there's – and there's a couple other things over there. Um, so, so there's more rides at California Adventure. Yeah. So you, so you want to have park hopper access because – over at Disneyland, I mean, now I haven't been to the new Star Wars thing. See, you would love the Star Wars I'd thing. Like Star no Wars. question about that. You'd love that. There they, is Harry a, Potter's not that. That's like universal. That's universal, yeah. right? So you, so you would love the Star Wars part. There's a couple rides that are good. Like there's a, I think they call it like the, uh, I mean, there's like a, it's like a train, like a, like a runaway train thing, in like the Wild West or whatever. Okay. That's a that's a really good ride. Yeah, it's it's okay. fun, yeah. So there's right. a, there's a couple like uh, Space Mountain, which is now Hyperspace yeah. Mountain or something. It's more of like shows and stuff, right? Or you yeah. see the characters. That's it. That's it. So that's it. What I'm saying is, so as an adult with no children, you want to make sure you can do both because you're gonna want the rides. You yeah. know what I mean? With children, especially with your own kid. I mean, dude, like I've been to Disneyland before. Even I'll be honest, even when I was a kid. I don't remember loving it that much. I think, right. like, because you know, you're gonna stand in lines. You're gonna, it, it, it's, it's, yeah. you know. But dude, like, the first time you like see your kid's face, like seeing, quote unquote, Mickey Mouse for the first time, you right. know what I mean? Like, their eyes light up. You know what I mean? Just the like, yeah. smiles. They see stuff going around every corner. They're like, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. And dude, like that type of joy on a kid's face, like, man, it melts your heart. So. I get that. And so, as a parent, I'd probably get excited if I saw some of the princesses and something. Oh, some princesses. Right, you know, man, you get some. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> 
All right, well, that's good to know. Good. I mean, so I mean, like, I grew up in Ohio where we have, we have, that's the thing, the cost. I mean, every time I think of the cost, I'm like, babe, come on, we could go to another country. But I'll say this for if the you cost. can do it, if you can do it, ball out and stay at the Grand Californian that's like right on the that's property. That's right in the property. Yeah, that one you can actually walk into the park from the property. There's a couple other hotels yeah. that are like really, really close because any hotel you stay at around there that's not a dump is going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. So if you can just cough up a little extra and stay right on, dude, it saves you from having to like, park and take a bus and take go here you know what i mean it just it's it's annoying yeah because i grew up in ohio and i mean you you're you know you're familiar with Ohio. we had cedar point up north and we had yeah, king's island so we had great those, rides. those are places. ridiculous like those places for rides so any anytime i go to a place that has rides i'm like all right show me your rides yeah and i always base it upon those and it's always tough to compete so i would put i would definitely have to get the the ride part but uh yeah i don't know Part of me wants to go just to see before I'm too damn old, but more than likely I'll probably you be seventy die. the first Never time I go. Never gone to Disneyland, dude. You weirdo. <laughs> I'll be seventy going there, You're like ah, this is awesome. Where's the princesses? <laughs> if you like what you're hearing on the Disney Road Show, log into <laughs> log into podcast. By the way, iTunes is different now. If you log into iTunes, it's just music. If, ah, if you're an see? Apple user, I like knew me, it was changing, but I, ha- now, I haven't logged into it yet. Now you have to log into podcast, and that's where you that's where you leave us uh, ratings and reviews. If you can do that, that helps us out a lot. If you can. Uh, if you can leave Did us a five star rating, I mean, yeah, still got all the old ratings and stuff that is in there. So if you can, if you can log in there, uh, leave us a, a rating. That's great. Of course, make sure you subscribe so you're getting this thing downloaded. Because we come to you every single week, even when we're on vacation, 239 consecutive weeks of at least John Morgan. We've never had 200 in 239 weeks. We've never had an all, an all cold coffee episode. Nobody wants that episode. Everybody wants that I episode. Thought, I thought, you know, part of me was like, man, Morgan's in fucking Disneyland. Am I gonna have to do this show? I was like, it will be the shortest show ever if it was just all coffee. Now that coffee. is true. It would. It literally be would be the length of drinking a cup of coffee. We would call it literally <laughs> a cup of coffee a cup with of cold coffee. coffee. With cold coffee. <laughs> That's about it. Well, listen, all I'm saying is you should be subscribed because we bring you fresh content every week, 239 consecutive weeks. We've done it. So even when we're on vacation, we don't miss that. Next now, week, we'll talk about a different theme park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Next man. week from Next Knox week, Farms. Or- hopefully, we'll be in New York. Hopefully, we'll be talking about that. You probably will be. I'll probably get pulled from Speaking it. Speaking of fresh content, <laughs> how about this fresh Ooh. new entry from Latchkey Brewing? We have now switched over. To the Hatch IPA, it is seven percent alcohol by volume, so a little bit stronger. Ooh, that's good. Is that a fruit? Is the Hatch like a berry? Like, isn't there like isn't a Hatch? Ha- something? I was uh, now. I didn't get the tasting notes. I, I, that is my fault, Anthony Beach. I apologize. I did not bring the tasting notes. Ooh, yeah, but when I saw Hatch, you know they're always cleverly named. I assumed the Hatch was a, a, a Hatch chili. Like a, a, a Ooh, green chili. This is the one with the chili. I don't know. I don't know if it is. Now, now I, I, I'm not it's sure. It's good though. It's it's. I like that one. But yeah, it is slightly a little bit more uh, robust than the last one. Uh, it kind of hits you on the back of your tongue, where you get the little sour notes. Right. It's good though. Seven percent doesn't taste like seven percent. Once you start getting seven and higher, you kind of expect that. You, you start tasting that more stronger, full-flavored, and it definitely is that, but it's not uh, overpowering by any means. But, yeah, that's tasty. I love the – what the fuck size is this can? 32-ounce can, man. This is this is, uh, this is is nice. All right, well, so that just so that Anthony does not completely slap me upside the head, I did pull up the tasting notes. Oh, good it time. does not have a hatch chili in it. No. I just made that up. Okay. I well. feel like he's made one with a chili before that I remember <laughs> being good. But the hatch IPA is a West Coast IPA featuring citra – 
Eureka, Cashmere, Idaho mm-hmm. 7, Simcoe, and Mosaic. I don't know what that means. Are those places? Are those ingredients? I don't know. But it says the beer notes. This hop, this hop salad is crisp, dry, and easy drinking with nice citrus and floral notes. See, I tasted the citrus. Well, just to, to, for your defense, uh, I just happened to do a search. There is a garage brewing company does a Hatch Chili IPA. See? So there is a Hatch Chili. I knew it sounded familiar when you said that. So All right. But that is a shout out to Latchkey Brewing. It's tasty. Seventeen ninety five Hancock Street, San Diego, California. Hand what? Hit him up. Hancock. Seven <laughs> percent. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Hancock, John Jones. Uh, no, no, just, I just look, again looking for a better transition. Uh, but listen, uh, John <laughs> that was Jones. Your better <laughs> that was the worst transition I ever. Know. John Jones. Uh, all right. I, I, I'm kind of. I'm kind of not. I don't know what I'm feeling by John Jones right now, so I want to get your take, and especially with all the uh, logic that you've been throwing out there, there was just the reality. They've been now bringing. we switch to seven percent. My logic might be going out. Might the be window. gone. Might might have should have weighed in yeah. earlier. All right. Well, listen, we Dominic Reyes. We didn't do a, a and a half last week because it was super late on the East Coast, and it was a Friday show, so we had literally just delivered a show. So I felt like doing another show might be a, a little much, but. Uh, Dominic Reyes did pick up an impressive win over Chris Weidman. Unfortunate inning for Chris Weidman, man. I mean, the, the punch that he was dropped with, I think probably would have dropped just about anybody. Uh, but the hammer fist that finished it off, I think left uh, a little bit of people questioning whether his chin is still there, especially considering he had taken a lengthy time off, which normally you think of taking a lengthy time off kind of maybe helps refresh the chin a little bit, uh, as Stipe Miocic has said before. So, um, I, I, you know, felt bad for Chris Weidman, but – Dominic Reyes is a guy that's been on our radar for a while. We've been we've been hyping him up along the way, saying we think this is a guy that deserves a title shot in the future. Now, after the fight, I feel like he's probably the deserving number one contender. I get that maybe John Jones and the UFC want to wait to see what happens at 244 with Corey Anderson and Johnny Walker. Now, Corey Anderson, I love Corey Anderson, man. Beast in 25-8. I don't like overtime so much. Beast in 25-8, though, I love. Um <laughs> But, look, it's just fair to say he's not the the flashiest, most marketable. He's not the guy that jumps out at you. Yeah. But if Johnny Walker were to get a spectacular win, yes, I know he's he's very new to the game. Uh, he doesn't have the skins on the wall that Dominic Reyes has on the wall in terms of, you know, tenure and, and, and you know, having main evented now and all that. But I feel like every time Johnny Walker steps in the cage, there's like some kind of viral moment, you know, and – uh, you know, I feel like he's somebody that people are, are maybe more excited about. That said, you know, so I get, I guess, if they're waiting, but I, I do feel like Dominic Reyes is the deserving number one contender right now. And and I saw John Jones took to Twitter this week and he said, "Look, I'm really not sure when I'll be fighting next. I feel like I have nothing to gain by beating Dominic. I've actually felt that way about my last two opponents. I want a super fight. I had a chip on my shoulder against Gus." Fighting Smith, Santos, then Dominic. I'm having a hard time even talking shit to this last dude. They all say the same lame shit. I want to fight to be excited about. Now, Dominic Reyes is not the most boisterous, over-the-top, brash guy. Um, he is starting to step his game up a little bit. He, he clearly said that he wants John Jones next. He clearly said um, that he thinks he's the most deserving. But, again, he's not going to be a big trash talker, and that's okay. We don't want everybody to be a trash talker. Um, but... I just don't like the idea of John Jones totally dismissing Dominic Reyes. I feel like he's deserving there. You know, instead, and this is why I say 
I don't know how to feel about this because it's not I know, look, I know John Jones ain't scared of Dominic Reyes, all right? right. I'm not, I know that's not the case. <laughs> and you know, John's out here talking to Israel Adesanya, who a lot of people think would be a dangerous fight for John Jones, even though Adesanya is a smaller guy. He's also saying, "I feel like the Naganu fight is inevitable." Francis Naganu, I mean, I mean, Francis Naganu is is one of the scariest dudes in the game. I mean, say what you will about his skills, about his well-rounded nature. If you want to, if you want to criticize his wrestling or his ground game, of course. But in terms of just being a scary dude that you know if he hits you, your lights are going out. Yeah. I don't know if there's a scary dude in the game right now, except for the fact that Rumble Johnson is coming back in the mix as well. So, anyway, I'm kind of torn because I know John Jones isn't scared, okay? So I'm not trying to suggest that. And I do like the fact that he's talking about big fights. I mean, he's talking about Adesanya. He's talking about Ngannou. I mean, those are those are big, big fights. But I, I just don't know if I like the idea of dismissing Dominic Reyes. I don't think that's right. I feel like Dominic has earned his way to the top. He's an undefeated contender. And I do feel like there would be something to gain for John Jones. I feel like turning away this new crop of contenders, man, if you could be – I mean, if he could go out there and in 2020 beat Dominic Reyes, beat Johnny Walker or Corey Anderson, you know what I mean? Like, like I understand those might not be considered super fights, but in terms of legacy, consecutive title defenses, cleaning out a division, I mean, there would be nobody. Because I feel like right now – I mean, I guess you could throw in like an Alexander Rakic or something like that. I mean, uh, no, I mean, no defense to, uh, no offense, I should say to Jan Vlahovic. I know he feels like he's deserving, and maybe he is. But I, to me, is at least for me as a fan, the question marks, or at least the ones that I'm excited about, are Dominic Reyes and Johnny Walker. And I'm sorry if that doesn't excite John Jones, but I think it would add something to his legacy. So. Set me straight, Mr. 7%. Uh, I, I mean, am I, am, am I right to want to see John Jones in this fight, or is he right by saying this is not going to bring multi-million dollar paychecks? Let's, you know, let's explore Nganu. Let's explore Adesanya. I can't get up for Dominic Reyes. Well, he's true. I mean, it's true. When it comes to will a Dominic Reyes give him as much money as a hand-picked, quote, super fight, as he calls it, it's, it's true. I mean, when you're looking at what is best for the division, what is deserving of the division, then hands down uh, either Johnny Walker or Dominic Reyes. And Dominic Reyes should get the nod before Johnny Walker. Right. No offense to Johnny, but it's just I think it's just a clear proven for what he's done already in the UFC and uh, the the run that he's on. I mean, there's, there's no one more deserving than him. Um, what he was able to do, you know, granted, Weidman was this jump up – you know, to the division, but he was still a former champ. Right. And what he did to him was just ridiculous. Um, while Johnny is exciting and uh, and is just dynamic, and I think who could give a lot of problems to Dominic and to Jones, uh, he just doesn't, and, and I don't mean this to be like bad or whatever, he just doesn't have the, the history of the guys that he's went through of, just maybe some of the names that I think of what Dominic has done, but he's still a very deserving fighter, and I think it would be a lot of fun. So he's I think exciting. Either, he's a, he's either a lightning one of those rod guys, attention, yeah. man. Either know? one of those guys is great, but I can't fault Jones, and I can't fight, fault any fighter, um, you know, for trying to get their money's worth. And I think that's at at this point, Jones is realizing I just want to get the fight, and he's not the first fighter. You know, and he certainly won't be the last fighter that wants to hold out for what he's doing. I mean, look at what Connor's doing. Look at what Nate's doing. Look what all these guys are doing. Even Masvidal, all these guys now are, are chirping, and they're just saying what they want. 
you know, so I can't fault him for that. But um, you also can't hold up a division forever because you don't you want to just do super fights. Right. You know, if you want to be the champion of a division, you have to fight the division's best fighters. And these are the next two guys. That's it. So while it might not be the most um, exciting, you got to fight him at some point. But. That being said, I can't fault him for wanting to have a big super fight. So if that means, hey, give me a super fight, and then within the next eight months after that, I have to fight the number one contender, so be it. Yep. But you can't just keep picking super fights. And whether it doesn't excite you or not, uh, at some point, uh, you should be obligated to fight the guys in and your division. And it does add something to you. Says I, you know, it does nothing for me. No, man, it extends that legacy. It extends your reign of domination. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, look at D, uh, DJ. I mean, like a lot of people were getting to the point, like, oh, this guy has to go and leave the division because he's went through everybody. He literally cleaned out his division, and then it got to a point that you're too good for your division. You got to go elsewhere. You want you want something to say and you want to get excited. I mean, like, and clear out your division, then then you know fucking start picking that the next division up. You yep. know, for the longest time he's like, I'm not gonna do that to DC. I'm not gonna go up to heavyweight. I'm not gonna do this. This this. Now you want to pick and choose random fights at heavyweight. See, just that's because what's it makes weird sense. to me too. Okay, like I'd probably be more open to the Adesanya fight because at least it's another champion. Now I know that's weird because I'm assuming John can't make 185, so he's got to yeah. be saying Adesanya's got to come up to come me. Up to yeah. But if Adesanya's coming up, my belt's got to be on the line. You know what I mean? Of course. So like, at least that would be more enticing, I think, because you're taking champion versus champion, and of course there's a. I mean, there's always been the comparisons between them. And, and as we said all along the rise of Adesanya's, uh, you know, way up to the top, it's a bit of a lazy comparison because they're they're lanky black dudes, like they're tall, lanky black dudes. Oh, they look they're the same. But no, like there are uncanny resemblances in, in certain angles and certain pictures that they, you know, they remind you a lot of each other. And then their games are just fun. So yeah. Adesanya. Some of spinning elbows. Yeah. It's like how, it's hard to not compare one to the other because they're so devastating. But they – have similarities just because that's what the technique does. I'm excited for that. Now that said, I, I don't think same thing. I don't think Adesanya needs to be abandoning middleweight right now. I mean, there's some no. big names right there, and and I and I'd like to see him stay there. And he's fine doing. That. I think the only way is just because chirping started happening. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, now now it's on. Oh, they're know? and they're and they're chirping. They're they're chirping solid, man. They're, they're, they're having some. That doesn't need to happen anytime soon. But that's the thing is I'm not in a rush. I feel like that needs to take So then that leads me, okay, well, okay. So you, again, and I always do feel like it's weird when you're calling out the smaller guy. Like unless you're willing yeah. to go, unless you're willing to do Dillashaw and I'll go down. That's why I always respected Dillashaw, even though that turned out to backfire for him. Yeah. At least he was saying, look, I can beat you and I'll go down there to your division and do it. Versus, hey, bro, you ain't shit. Come up to my division and I'll prove it to you. Like, what do you mean? I'm not your size. Why would I, you know? Why yeah. would I fight you? Way to pick on the smaller. So then you go, okay. Well, Naganu, John Jones is saying, dude, I'll take the scariest dude out there, and I've got to go up and wait to meet him. Okay, I got more respect for that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, that's that now. But no belt, as you said, it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of a random thing. Like, are you just picking him because? Yeah, he's scary, but you also know he's not well rounded, so you know that if you can but get past the, the big belt. punch. Like if if, yeah. if if Adesanya goes up to, to two oh five and should that fight happen and John be the title holder, one hundred percent that fight has to be for the belt. Anything less than that would be absolutely root right. Just ludicrous. But going up and fighting uh Nangano, of course, that that shouldn't be for and the belt. You know belt because it's on the line. Line. That's so you know your belt's on the line. So you know your contract belt. isn't going to get it. Your, you know your contract, yeah. your champion's contract isn't going to be affected. Even if you get knocked unconscious in three seconds, right. you still get to go back down to light heavyweight and say, 
Well, I tried, and yep. thank God my champion's clause and my pay-per-view points are all still sitting here nice yep. and firm. And that could be an exciting fight. I mean, there would be a lot of buzz about it. I mean, that's just Nganu's becoming large. And, like, dude's on commercials now. I mean, he's still just such a freak of nature that people are drawn to him. Yep. So that fight will prob- would get more clicks unfortunately, than a Dominic Reyes fight. That's that true. is for the belt. Unless the UFC finds some way to, to, to sell it or spin it, there's just that factor. I mean, but that part of that is just heavyweights. People just absolutely adore heavyweights, and they love the power, mm-hmm. and they love the, the, the promise that at any moment the fight could be over. You know, Regardless of when you look at Jones and you look at Reyes, the fight could still be over yep. at any point. But there's just something about heavyweights that is just so intriguing to people that I think looking at Francis you know, as just this fucking monster and then seeing Jones, a lot of people would question, okay, is he going to be able to take the power? You know, how's he going to do? You know, and then they'll have questions about, you know, Francis. So there's a lot of intrigue there, whereas if it's a Dominic in them, it's about just, you know, the 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 best fighter for the light heavyweight's going to reign supreme, you know, but there's less little funny like story angles, you know, that yeah. that could come out of it. I agree. You know, but it's a fight that needs to happen for the division. I mean, and uh Dominic's deserving. I mean, what he did to Chris was just spectacular, man. That just that last smash, you know, it was almost oh. like this little it wasn't even like a fucking donkey punch. Whatever, it was just like a little backhand. Donkey Kong punch. It was donkey punch, bro. <laughs> Wait, what's the donk? Is that the sex punch? Yeah. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Y'all dirty perverts know what I meant. <laughs> donkey Kong punch, man. <laughs> and then he did the rusty trombone right after that. <laughs> the Donkey Kong punch, but it was more like a backhand that he did, and it was like purely devastating. So the dude has power for days. So. Nobody can definitely discount the fact that Dominic Reyes is the most deserving and a dangerous opponent, you know. Uh, but again, it'd be ludicrous to say that Jones is scared of him. I don't think Jones is scared nah, of anybody. Nobody. He just wants money, and, and I and I see that, and I don't fault him for it, you know. If if I had to go in there and fight another man, I'd want to make sure it was for the most money I could get as well. So Absolutely. I have no problem with that. Uh, real quick, just uh, Greg Hardy, uh, kind of relaying to Boston, Dominic Reyes, Greg Hardy. That whole situation was weird, man. I I, I I I hate to say I feel bad for him, but because I get that he's it's easy to make him public enemy number one. But that situation was so weird with the inhaler and you know him asking Dean Thomas and Dean was like, I don't know if you can use it. And then the inspector saying, uh, you know, yeah, you, you, you can. And so he uses it and the fight's overturned, so no contest and um, just. And then he's handed another fight immediately after. And now how about that? <laughs> he's getting back. Hey. Step up in competition, though, right? I it's mean, a huge step up, but it's also like, hey, I'm one moment. I'm worried that I'm I might have upset people, and people might be mad. Nah, bro, I think you're okay. They literally just handed you another fight. <laughs> oh, moments, because he's like moments oh, after you just did this. Hope the boss man isn't hope upset bo- with me. I think you're okay. Yeah, listen, I think, I, you're I, okay. I think you know what though, man. I do feel like this is the kind of fight. And again, if, if anybody hasn't seen it, I'm sure you have. I'm on vacation. I saw it. I'm sure you did. Alexander Volkov, Greg Hardy's going over to Russia. Junior dos Santos was ruled out of that fight, uh, so now he's going to go in and fight in Russia. Listen. Uh, Okay, I understand it's easy to be a Greg Hardy hater. I know there's people that are going to hate him no matter what he does. He could win 100 fights in a row. He could open 100 schools for children, right. and they're still going to hate him. I get it. I totally get it. But, dude, volunteering to go in Russia to travel over there on, on, on relatively short notice. I mean, you're only talking about a couple of weeks. Short notice. Yeah. Make that travel and to fight against a guy as proven as Volkov, 
man, you wanted Greg Hardy to get a test. You thought he was being handed cans and spoon-fed his way to the top. Yep. This is a test. And, look, I do – like, on the surface, I think, holy God, this is crazy. But, look, Greg Hardy is a big guy, and I think he's way faster than Alexander Volkov is. Way faster than Alexander Volkov is. But – He's not nearly as seasoned. He hasn't seen nearly the things that Volkov has. He's not nearly as well-rounded. Um, I'm actually fairly intrigued by this fight. I mean, I know it may sound weird, but I'm kind of excited for it. Well, you say that, John, and I'm intrigued as well because, one, the whole – and I, and I want to double back before we, we start talking too much about this fight and we want to go back into the, the Hardy thing because I right. know a discussion came up in our own Slack channel about – whether who was in the right and who was in the wrong, who should be punished, who should not be punished, you know, because Greg said that he's going to, what is it, appeal the right. decision. And I feel that that is justifiable. You know, there was a, a, a lot of chat of people saying, oh, you know, the corner should have known better, the fighter should have known better, it's his fault, the commission, even though that commissioner guy said that it was okay, no, bad on him. My thoughts is this person, whether he just in the heat of the moment or whatever, uh, he is a representative of the commission. So right. the commission should live and die by their representative. Right. So if he looks over and says, can I do this? And the, and the commissioner says, is a medical or whatever? And if he doesn't give me an answer to my question as a, a representative that I'm happy with, I say, no, do not use yes. that right there. And if he does it, I stop the fight right there. But the fact that I don't, the commission should live and die by it. So I should think that this no contest should get changed. All right. So, okay. I like a lot of what you're saying there. The 7% cold coffee is, is, is still making some sense. Not, <laughs> not maybe as. We'll see by the end of this class. We'll see, yes. <laughs> now, what I will say is, uh, I think you're absolutely right. I don't know if it's enough to overturn it, right? Because there is some culpability on both people. But what I don't sure. think, the people that are going out at Greg Hardy as, well, this is Greg Hardy. Of course he's cheating. He's winning. Right. Like, if you go back and watch it, you know, Greg's like, he asked Dean Thomas, hey, man, can I have my inhaler? And Dean's like, dude, I don't know if you can use it. And Greg was like, you know what? Don't worry about it then. But then he turns over to the inspector and says, hey, can I use it? And the guy says, well, is it, you know, is it medical? And he's like, yeah, you saw it approved. And then you can't really hear any verbal response, but I think he's just like, uh-huh. And so he, he uses it, right? As you said, if, if I mean, think about this. I mean, luckily it wasn't the most barn burner of fights of all time, but, right. you know, what if Ben Sassoli had sustained some kind of head trauma in that third round or something like that? Right. Like, if the, if the commission deems it to be cheating – then say it right there. Right. If you, you, you sat there and it wasn't like he hit it. I mean, yeah. you could have easily <laughs> just stopped right there and just said, like, that's it. No, 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 no. What do you put? Would you just put in yeah. your mouth? Yeah. Like, that's it. That's enough. They they should have did something so right there. I, I mean, I, so I, I do. There's blame falls on the commission as well. Now, is that enough to to overturn it? I don't know. Because, I mean, yes, there is some, res I mean, as a responsibility as a combatant, you have responsibility to know the rules. You know, not knowing the rules. Is, is not an excuse, right? It's not. I think they say that in law sometimes, like you know, ignorance of the law is not a, a, a suitable defense or something like that. Like you're sure, it, it's still you still broke the law, whether you knew you couldn't chew gum in Singapore or not, you can't. So now you're getting caned. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever. But so that, I, yeah. I, I do. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it's enough to overturn, but I do feel like at least in the court of public opinion, or at least in and obviously with the UFC, it worked out. Right. Uh, you, you, I don't think you should criticize Greg Hardy or chastise Greg Hardy because. He 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 didn't know. He asked, and he was given bad information. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it'd be a whole lot different if he just reached into this bucket, grabbed his inhaler out, 
and then took a couple tokes off of it. He did not You're do right. that. You're right. That actually would be different. He actually reached over. That would be then there would be no problem. Then people would be like, "Oh, dude, you should have known better. You know what the rules are." That then I get that whole thing, but the fact that he tried to ask and and could he have said something better? You know, when the guy says is it medical, he could have said, "I'm not sure. It's Asada approved." Waited for clarification instead of it's Usada approved. Toke toke. You know there wasn't a lot of time, so right. there was a, a a very short window for the commission guy to have stopped it. But still, regardless, he saw it yep. happen, and something could have happened there. Um, so you, I don't you know. The, you get the referee's attention at that point. Yeah. You don't just walk out of the cage like, oh my god, I can't believe what I just saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you you, you tell the referee. So it's just, it's just weird that you know they're able to. The commission's able to, to, to play this high and mighty role up above after the fact, you know, and be like, oh, no, it didn't work out like it was supposed to, so we're going to say like this. So it's like, this is your person that's supposed to be trained, and you authorize this person. Where's your training? That's right. Where's your, where's your culpability on your end? Yep. You know, and I guess that's the – I mean, I guess they could have said, well, he could have been DQ'd. You know, for using something, we 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 split the difference. We just did a no contest. You know. I mean, look. I but, mean, it would be it, I, like <laughs> it's kind of a funny comparison, but like you know, what if you leaned over to Herb Dean in the middle of the fight and say, "Hey, can I kick him in the nuts?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kick him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, he I said asked. I could kick him in the nuts. Well, you should have known it was against the rules. Yeah, right. but he said I could kick him in the nuts. Yeah, so I kicked him in the nuts. You know. But <laughs> so, but uh, now ending on that craziness because I'm sure that's the kind of shit that people will yell about and argue about. So I'm interested to see that thing. But jumping forward into this Volkov fight, looking at Hardy's performance, and no offense to Sosoli because Sosoli is a super tough uh, opponent. Right. Uh, I was not impressed by Hardy's performance. No, I wasn't. And so going, I mean, he showed wrinkles, like the leg kicks. He were showed nice. wrinkles. He paced himself because I think he knows he yes. doesn't have 15 hard minutes. So in there him. was moments where you could see that there was definitely improvement, but I didn't see what I think would be necessary unless he catches Volkov with one of those strong hits. If if Volkov plays smart and plays his distance. I just don't see where Hardy's going to hurt him. And then Hardy got tired. Mm -hmm. I mean, Grant Lee ran into the whole point where he was having breathing issues. And then, you know, uh, but I, I don't live with asthma. I don't understand the differences. But I think that's probably one of those things that somebody should say, well, you know, if you have to take something to keep you into the fight, maybe you shouldn't be fighting. Yeah. You know, I could see Greg's part where he's like, it's just levels of the playing field. It gets me to where you are. You know, I get that. But. That's the reason why not everybody can do everything. Right. Well, that's why that, that, that used to be the argument with uh, testosterone replacement therapy, right? Like, right. hey, man, I'm 40 years old. This gets me on a level with a 25-year-old. Well, yeah, bro, you're not supposed to be on a level with a 25-year-old. You have all the experience. That, you right. know, they have the youth on their side. That's where the balance comes in combat sports. So right. I, I agree. Listen, I think this is a tough assignment for, for, for Greg Hardy. I mean, I haven't seen an opening line yet. I haven't paid that much attention. I'm sure Volkov is a massive favorite, as he should be. I do think there are paths to victory for Greg Hardy. He sure. is. He is a naturally better athlete. Like Volkov is huge and he's well trained, but he is not like. Th there's nothing about him that stands out at you as like, oh, dude, this dude definitely. Like, if he'd have chose football early on, he could have definitely done that. Or like, maybe you right. know what I mean. Like, he's kind of. I think he's a little bit of a of, of, a, of a plodding kind of fighter. So I mean, there's going to be a speed differential. But I, I, I don't think it'll be think a huge speed difference. There's a huge speed but difference. Literally, all he has to do is just follow the Derek Lewis game plan, and you can literally get beat up for yep. 
what is it? 14 minutes and 49, 49 seconds. 49 seconds. Yep. And then just get that last hit in, and then you be, then you're good. I mean, that's <laughs> it. It's, look, it's rolling the dice, but it could, look, I, I would hope that Greg would be a little bit more active than Derek bit. was in that fight. That's but. true. But that, the thing is, he will have that power all the way through. That is yes. one thing uh, that I did notice. Greg, ha he, his power seemed there the whole fight. He looks whether like he started look, getting tired or you not. You didn't see I mean, him like, in person this last fight because you weren't there. But yeah. look, he, st uh, dude, I think he's getting in better shape. As weird as that sounds, like yeah. he, it's not like he was pudgy, but no, like, no, no. The, like, you know what I mean? He looks like he's getting in better shape. Yeah. Which, I mean, and you're, you're toning up, you're carrying, it could be why he maybe tired out some, you know, he's carrying more muscle on his frame. You know, maybe, you know, they say that, you know, you get a little tired more when you're, you're, you're carrying that much more it muscle. But it happens to me. I mean, the more I muscle know. I put on, I notice my fatigue levels go <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm trying to go the opposite route. You know, my, my fatigue levels <laughs> on such another level right now. Oh. Um, but it, I mean, there's definitely, like you said, there's, there's, there's pass to a victory, but, uh. It's just it's man, it's just so it's just so funny. I felt like there was controversy, controversy with him so so recently, and now here we are. You know, hey, our son. You know, uh, three weeks later, we're gonna give you another fight. Come come do it again. Come do it again. Two weeks, whatever it is. It's super short notice, but that should be interesting. That that uh, uh, big boys. Big Boys Throwing Down is always a fun one to watch. I dig it, man. All right, listen, uh, didn't do a big uh, weekend preview because, uh, to be honest with you, I'm going to have to watch most of the stuff on, on tape. Like, my kid's got a uh, jiu-jitsu tournament on Saturday, which I'm pretty oh. pretty excited about. So I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to go see that. Um, I will say uh, there is some decent MMA worth watching. Uh, one championship is early uh, tomorrow. I think most – it'll probably, to be honest with you, it's Friday morning. We're, it's, we're Thursday afternoon recording this like we always do. Um, so you might not hear this, but just the, 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 the big focus there on that Friday card, uh, John Lineker's on there. He's making his one championship no debut. Yeah, so um, that will come on, I want to say, around like – I want to say like 10 Eastern or so, 10, 10 a.m. Eastern on Friday morning. So, yeah, John Lineker, keep an eye out on social media if you, if you happen to get an early listing of this. But John Lineker will be making his one championship debut. Johnny Nunes is also on there. Of course, that's Misha Tate's boyfriend, uh, father of her kid. Uh, so that will be over there. That's something to watch on the one championship card. And then Bellator has two cards back-to-back. -back. Bellator 231 and 232, by the way, Matt Erickson. And Nolan King are out there. Um, you know, a, a couple decent fights on there between the two cards. I mean, Bellator 231 is Friday night. That is on uh, Paramount and DAZN simultaneously. Frank Mir and Roy Nelson, the rematch there is the main event. Uh, of course, some, some recognizable names. Beck Rawlings. Uh, mm. I, I know you never have a problem watching a, a Beck Rawlings fight there. That's why that talk the other day on our Slack channel about Beck Rawlings, Paige Van Zet fight, I was like, oh, that's a good-looking <laughs> fight right there. <laughs> Won't happen, but that'd that be one. a good-looking fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you don't hate uh, dealing with Beck Rawlings. She's always a trip. Uh, Jake Hager's on there if you're a big wrestling fan. A, a couple names kind of scattered throughout here. I mean, Mandel Nalo is making his return against a very tough Killis Mota. Uh, Steve Mowry's on there, so uh, a couple names worth paying attention to that I think uh, people are going to watch. Dalton Rosta, the 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 the, the uh, prospect there, and then Bellator 232, probably the I mean, well, not probably the best fight. You know what? I don't know if I want to say that. I was going to say the best fight of the weekend, but you do have UFC as well with Damian Maya versus Ben Askren. That's a good one, man. So is Damian Maya McDon versus Ben Askren, or is Rory McDonald versus Douglas Lima? Which one's which one is the best fight of the weekend? That's got to be that one. I would think McDonald Lima. Yeah, I think so at least too. the one, the one that I'm more intrigued. I'm, I am super excited to see the Maya Askren one, but uh, Lima McDonald, man, that's. Pfft. 
That's I agree. I don't mean to be because like I'm I'm really intrigued by my Askren. I'm so happy they made this fight. I yeah. get why Askren's star is taking a tumble. Of course, you know the the knockout, whatever. But stylistically, yeah. this fight is amazing. It's off the charts. I'm so glad they made it. But yeah, I, I think I think my first instinct was right. McDonough Lima is is the uh, it's it's the biggest fight of the weekend. It's got to be. I mean, that's that's going to be a fun one. And uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff on the line for that one as well. I mean, there's going to be a, a title's going to be changing hands. Yep. I mean. It's exciting. That's, that should be a good one. But you're right. Maya Askren, that's always good. I, I love Damian Maya, and Askren's always fun to watch. But, you know, his star might have, have a little less shine, but he's still fucking so much fun to watch, and he's just fun fight week. So, yeah, yeah stylistic is awesome. They both – I mean, I think both those guys have won fights where they didn't even throw a single punch. I mean, yeah. that's – wouldn't it be funny if this fight becomes just a stand-up brawl? No, no, it would not be funny. I would <laughs> Dude, Maya's that. got un- – people got people people sleep on Maya's hands, man. I've been saying for a long time, even though he's yet to really prove me right, that I think, my, I think Maya has <laughs> – People sleep on Maya's people hands, sleep but Maya's, on Maya's, hands. Maya's hands don't put nobody to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, – watch, this will be Maya's KO, man. Uh, Maya's got good hands, man. I, I remember just over the years watching him uh, open workouts and other stuff. He's got good hands. He just – chooses to do what works and I have no problem with that but the only strike I want to see Damian Maya throw is I want to see him like reenact the Masvidal open you know what I mean but obviously it'll be in like <laughs> it'll be in like 50% speed you know like <laughs> just run out just throw a flying like, knee just for the get go <laughs> like, he'll, like, just he'll, to see if it works he'll literally just plod forward and jump like an inch and a half off the ground you know uh, he, he might have hopped <laughs> he might have hopped you no I, dude I want to see I want to see Ashkin and Maya I literally want to see them come to the center Slap hands, fist bump. <laughs> just get down. <laughs> just both get on the ground and start scooting towards each other. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jinx that fight. Now. Oh, it better not be, man. It better not be. Paul Daly's on the card. Side of watch, stepped in late notice. Patrick Mix is on there, the undefeated kid that everybody's high on right now. Vitaly Minikov and Javi Ioli. Nick Newell is on there. Robin Van Roosmelen, the, uh, the, the the kickboxing champion, is on there as well. So, I mean, listen, there are some, uh, there are some decent fights over the weekend. I will not be offering a lot of live coverage of them because I will be enjoying, like I said, the rest of my vacation. I'm saying it's vacay, yeah. man. My uh, staycay. Well, will, you partially did a little bit. Ma- half, mainly half a staycay. Yeah, mainly a staycay. But it took care of some stuff around the house. Like I said, got my computers fixed, which was key to me. Did yes. a little bit of Disneyland. And like I said, I am uh, I am super stoked for uh, for Saturday uh, to see my kid in his jujitsu competition. I mean, by the way, are, are, you got to finish up this. Uh, oh, I know, I know the Hatch IPA because we got one final tasting today. Yes. While 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 cold coffee is making a, a quick work of the the final sip of that Hatch IPA, I'll say if you uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to support us and you go Patreon.com, the MMA Roadshow, we certainly would appreciate it. Trying to kind of rebuild the Patreon.com and. And, uh, you know, it gives us an opportunity to help support the show. It helps us grow the show. Doing some things. we got some visions. We're talking. Me and Cole Coffee, we're talking about stuff. We've been doing this podcast for 239 consecutive weeks. Mm. We're not the greatest businessmen in the world, but we just enjoy getting together and having a few frosty beverages. It's, it's funny. We come up with lots of ideas after we drink, and then we just forget about them and right after. We forget it. about them all, and we, and, we, and we know we can't execute them. But if you can uh, if you can help us out there on Patreon.com, that would help us out. It helps us grow the show a little bit and try to build a little community there, have a little, have a little interaction between us and the patrons. And, of course, you know, we're always looking to, to hook hook you guys up if we can every now and, and then. And we need to – because we've had some good suggestions. I think Jared uh, suggested a beer that we'll have to go back and try to find for maybe the next episode. And I know we talked about trying to have some, some beer pairings with these upcoming fights. So uh, we didn't get time to really prepare for this. So uh, our go-to pairing for this 
upcoming weekend will be PBR. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked about doing some beer pairings, but I think basically if we do beer pairings, I think we'll we'll always come down to PBR unless PBR unless there's something unless that goes it's really latch key brewing because latch, yeah, latch key, key is really good. Oh, that's dark. Look at this. See, good thing we this put it last. I know. Once you go dark, I, mean, I think you can't, you can't go back to. I think light Anthony beers. Beach. If, if, if once Anthony Beach listens to this episode, I think he'll be super happy with the way that uh, I grabbed. I grabbed a random trio. He sent me a, a collection. I'll be I'll be hanging on to the, these. Uh, we can bring more next week. You don't have to. You don't well, have to drink them all I'm by yourself. Hang on to them. Sometimes <laughs> Anthony, I'm, I'm going to peel back the curtains a little bit. Sometimes Anthony sends me a shipment of beers that are intended for myself and cold coffee. And Cold Coffee never sees them. <laughs> I never see now, them. Now, luckily, Cold Coffee's a good sport, and he'll just be like, yeah. I know that. I know they happen. They were so good. I know yeah, they happen. I happened. really enjoyed them. I'm like, thanks, Cold Coffee. I appreciate you covering up for me. <laughs> but this time, I've made, I've, I've put them in my outside refrigerator, so they're, they're not top of mind. They're staying there, and that way, I can pace myself, and I can make sure that you get to enjoy these wonderful Latchkey <laughs> Brewing, San Diego, California. I do want to say, uh, Jared had a good suggestion about maybe trying to do Hancock some, Street. <laughs> about doing some best of the year uh, stuff, best KO. Ooh. Did you, you get, you've been getting the emails I've been forwarding mm-hmm. to you, right? Yep. So we get everything that you guys send, especially to our patrons. You, you guys send that stuff. We get all that stuff, and we send it on. So uh, we'll consider that doing the maybe end of the year best of I like that. show. Uh, I like that. You know, trying to start thinking of some of those different little ones, but. Uh, thank you again to all the patrons and stuff. But uh, on a serious note, before uh, we end, uh, it's already. I, I know he's recovering well, but uh, we have to say I hope the best for uh, Randy, Randy Couture, Couture, who uh, definitely man uh, was hospitalized with a heart attack uh, earlier, uh, well actually Wednesday yesterday. Yep. Story so, just came out today, but uh, yeah, man, definitely. You know, it's funny. I, I definitely had that in my notes to talk about as well. Um, definitely want to, uh, you know. All the all all the thoughts and prayers, as they say, the first speedy recovery. But man, Randy Couture, you know, my kid trains at, at Syndicate and Extreme Couture, so I'm in both gyms quite a bit. And I often get asked by people, you know, how often does Randy show up to Extreme Couture in Las Vegas? And the truth is, he he doesn't show up a ton. Um, he's he's a got busy, a busy, busy dude. He's, he's a busy guy. But what I always say is, when he is there, it is crazy. Maybe not crazy, but just cool to see the reverence that fighters have for him because he'll come in and he'll jump into pro practice and he'll start giving, you know, a lesson, a seminar, whatever you want to say. You know, he'll take over that day kind of coaching everything. And, dude, I mean, every fighter in there, man, no no distraction, no looking around. You know what I mean? Like they are dialed in because they get it, man. This is the natural, dude. This is the legend. I want to hear what he has to say. And, of course, I mean, obviously, you know, all aspects of MMA he's an expert in. But when he's talking about that clinch game, man, and he's showing them the finer aspects of the of the Greco and what they can do, and I was like, dude, it is a, it, it's cool. It's like you know, yeah. people watching a master at work. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, what better? I mean, like that would be worth the the price of admission or membership right there. And he's another guy that uh, recently, and I was looking at this picture, this lovely picture on our website from. Uh, Recently, when I went over there and shot some stuff with the GI Foundation, right? You know, he's big in giving back to our uh, troops and other stuff. So, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, he might not be all the time because the dude's busy, man. He's got his career in Hollywood, but also he's got foundations. He's got a lot of stuff going on, so he's got a lot of stuff on his plate, you know. So I can see where, uh, you know, busy life, busy person, man. You don't notice these things. Like he wasn't feeling well after a workout, you know, and then he goes to the hospital and gets checked out and figures out that, you know, he had a heart attack, you know. So 
you know, as as healthy as us individuals like yourself and my are, you know, <laughs> it's definitely one of those signs. You know, uh, pay attention to those signs that your your guys' bodies might be showing you. But um, I don't know. We just had to say something. I, I love Randy, man. He's like you said, he he's a busy dude. But every time I've had the chance to talk with him, um, he gives you a hundred percent of his focus. And uh, you know, for somebody that has a the the status and the the star stature of what he's done to still be able to kind of be in the moment and give you what you need uh i appreciate that and i love that it gives back to our troops and i love that uh, the stuff he does so the, the, i, I the, give him the best the timing was unfortunate man i was i was literally talking uh, because as you mentioned giving back he's doing a charity event partnering with tough enough yeah uh here in las vegas amateur yep. organization that do commentary for as often as possible november 9th at samstown casino and it is designed to to raise money for the troops uh and i was actually talking to tough enough and i was saying yep. you know they were like hey listen um if if you could be a part of that card, it'd be great. Just FYI, because it is a charity event, you know, we we can't pay you what we normally pay you, man. It would it would be you, um, you know, donating your time as well. And I said, absolutely, man. Yeah. Dude, like t- obviously the the guys are tough enough, man. I I love them, man. They put on such There's a great good, show. Good folks. Uh, they they are great people. And so I said, absolutely. But then knowing, of course, as well that the, that the charity is Randy Couture and yeah. and and the troops. I said, no problem. My yeah. my I waive my fee. I'm in. Let's do this, man. That's I'm awesome. down. And then to get that news right after, I was like, man, it's yeah. crazy. So, uh, yeah. Shout I'm glad out to that Kutor. he's expected to make a full recovery. So we, we will say that. So no doubt about it. All right. In the second worst uh, transition of the day, uh, <laughs> our final our final beverage this evening is the uh, I, I love see I love the name. This is clever. Java the Hut. Java the Hut. I can taste the coffee. Yes, this is a porter with coffee and cocoa nibs. Mm. 6.8% uh, alcohol by volume. On the tasting notes, it is a crisp, dry porter featuring Mostra Brazilian coffee and Ecuadorian cocoa nibs. Oh. Anthony Beach is bringing it from, mm. from all over the globe. Brazilian coffee, Ecuadorian cocoa nibs. Those just nibs. little cocoa, like, is that another way of saying like a cocoa chip? I think like a so. Little- Cocoa nibs, just just a nib. But uh, I love so it's a uh, Brazilian coffee, which we all know Brazilian coffee mm. is absolutely delicious. Uh, but dude, that is the bomb. That is really good. But like, you can't not taste oh, the coffee as so soon good. as you sip that in. That so is good. really really good. I like a lot of these coffee ones, these like coffee stouts, especially some ones that do like the nitro thing. But, oh, it's beautiful. But this doesn't even need the nitro. It's like super creamy and like smooth. And I didn't even throw in, by the way, they were drinking out of these beautiful Latchkey Brewing glasses as well. He Did he? Does he send you these too? He sent me glasses. He sent you these too, and I never see these either. Huh? Uh, huh? I guess I'll just. <laughs> I just politely not remember to put this one back in your bag. <laughs> hey, Anthony, John never gives me any of the shit you send, so I don't know if you ever address anything. <laughs> oh, man, that's fair. That's fair. All right, listen, uh, all right, I got to get back to vacation, and you're probably bored of us talking anyway. We didn't have any interviews, didn't have any audio, we didn't have any of that, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed the conversation anyway. I want to give one last, I guess kind of a uh, MMA-related, but uh, personal shout-out as well, a recommendation. Uh, I, I'm sure probably a lot of people are, but if you're not a fan of, of, of real sports uh, on HBO, I think it's a great program. I've been watching it for 20 years, man. I love that. It's like it's honestly comes out once a month. I think it's the last Tuesday of every month that they post them. Um, and honestly, it's probably my favorite show on TV because it's I like it's kind of uh, it's a news show, but it's kind of like a documentary of some degrees. I mean, it's a news show, but it's about sports. You know what I mean? And so I I, I really like uh, what they do, but. They had uh, the one that just came out uh, earlier this week 
one of the features wasn't MMA related, but had me uh, totally just dialed in for MMA. It was uh, a feature on the president of basketball operations, of the Toronto Raptors. His name is Masai Ujiri, and he was born in Nigeria. And so he became the first like African-born president of a sports organization to win uh, a major title. And he this brought, the guy that tried to get on the court the one time, and the the security guard did. That is the guy, him? and okay. that was actually featured. That wasn't a central like uh, theme in the thing. As but I would it, hope it would not. But be, it was. But, but it was. It was talked about, which I I wasn't aware of that. It's so funny that you knew about that incident. I wasn't aware of that. But it basically it showed him like taking the the NBA championship trophy back to Nigeria to show his original coach and to share oh, it with him. And all cool. that. But what got me excited about this was it's crazy. So this guy for, for I think it's like the last 10 years he's been working with the NBA to uh, to help host these camps like in Nigeria and other uh, where they've been taking like the best uh, talent in Africa and, 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 and teaching them not only about just, you know, sports skills, yeah. but also just life skills, leadership skills, all those good things. But it just made me think, man, you know, like the talent development that they're doing, like what they're trying to call, and now you look at, man, what we have in MMA with Kamaru Usman right. and, and Israel Adesanya. And he was even saying, now, granted, I don't know if it applies as much, but he was talking about like there's like these, you know, remote villages where like the – you know how Israel always says like I'm the runt of my people? Right. He was saying like there's these remote villages and stuff that people never even heard of where like the average height of the guys there is like 6'8". Jesus. You know what I mean? So it was like <laughs> – it was so cool to see. So – and it was cool to see the way these guys went. And I didn't know this. The NBA is partnering to launch a pro league over in Africa. That huh. I guess it'll be like a developmental league that they'll be a part of. I'm sure hardcore makes sense. I mean, they they've been big and jumping into other markets. So cool, but it just made me think about the possibilities of the UFC and mixed yeah. martial arts, and you know, like if here's this developing country with developing athletes, and now they're trying to build infrastructure. And um, I don't know, it's really cool. The other, by the way, the same episode they did uh, a piece on the on the uh, the James uh, the James Vic the Michael Vic dogs uh, um, who of course Richard Hunter um, was a yeah. good friend of the show Richard Hunter, I think uh, his, his dog passed not too long recently ago. passed but yeah. it, it, man it's kind of a revisit of that and, 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 and a dog here uh, you know they're kind of featuring one that had passed as well um, but I don't man kind of revisit man I, I God I real almost, sports yeah real sports I'd almost forgotten how horrific the the Michael Vick case it was, was man. it was bad but yeah real sports man I mean, it's been around for twenty yeah, years it's, been dude. For a, long time. it's a dude but I'm telling you it's a dope show but the last episode I thought had two real uh, a really cool uh, MMA tie and like the development of Africa but then also um, the connection to Richard Hunter and, and uh yeah. and his his uh his that'd be super well. sad I don't want to watch that part it was sad but it wasn't sad but it was they tried to make it because right, I that was horrific oh. that was so bad I was so mad for so long. I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to, oh, boy. But real sports will always have one story every episode that makes me cry. Yeah. I never cry in real life. <laughs> I cry watching movies. Not honest. even at Disneyland? Not even at Disneyland. I, I, oh, I cried one time at Disneyland. It was like three years old. Not three years old. My kid, I think, was three or four, probably four, I guess. I don't remember. But yeah. we were sitting down, and we were having dinner, or we were having like a like a meal or whatever, uh, and, and he just looked over at me like four years old. He's like, Dad? I'm like, yeah, what's up, buddy? He's like. I'm just so thankful that you brought me here to celebrate my birthday. I was like, the fuck out of here, dude. I started crying like a baby. I was like, yeah, 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 no problem. I mean, dude, he's this little dude. Just, I'm so thankful that you brought me here to celebrate my birthday. I was like. Yeah, remember that. As he gets older, that that kind of talk is not going to happen uh, much longer. Well, I always tell Dad, my, get the fuck out of my room. Get out of here. I always tell my wife because my, my wife, I mean, it, me and my son are close. But my wife, I mean, dude, she's like, he, my, my son's a mama's boy in a lot of ways. I mean, he's, yeah. he's my son as well, but they are so super super tight my, my wife's a stay-at-home mom and so she takes him to school every day 
picks one of me. But uh, it's always funny because she's like, I love him so much. He's the greatest. I'm like, one day he's going to tell you, you fucking hate your guts. So just be ready for that. It's going to happen. <laughs> I love it. God well, good bless shit. It. God bless it. All right, listen. Back to vacation for me. I'm going to get out of your hair. You didn't even know I was coming over here. You thought I was going to try to figure out a way to do this from Disneyland. I thought you were still in Disneyland. I thought you were the guy delivering water and knocking at the door. <laughs> we're on a conference call. I was like, somebody's at my door. I got to go answer the door real quick. <laughs> and it was me. <laughs> it was me. So, all right. I'm going back to vacation. Uh, we will be together. USC 244 next week. John Morgan, Cool Coffee. We think we'll be together. We think so. We think we got a BMF title on the line. We'll find out. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.